0: Hey y'all it's Amber and Heather and we are here for Tool Talk. Yay! Thanks for joining us today. Our topic is going to be one that might be a little bit sensitive. It might be a little bit sensitive. Yes but we are going to go over the facts. Just the facts ma'am. And nothing but the facts. (laughs) Just kidding. But we are going to talk about obesity today. So little background to where this topic came from. Heather and I were working out and I don't, what did you see? Well,
1: so I was scrolling through Facebook and you know, sometimes when you're in the health industry, then all of these ads for all of these fantastic Weight loss programs just show up and show up and (laughs) show up in my feed and I just roll my eyes and hit uh, delete. I don't want to see this anymore because they're obviously, whether or not, they're offering false promises and they just want your money and nothing else. So this particular ad, there was a video and it showed this um, girl, she was like writing on a post-it note talking about, Um, obesity being preventable or something like that. And she scratched it out and wrote the word disease Mm -hmm. that, you know, being overweight is a disease. And I started to think about what that means because a lot of times, and this was my initial thought. So don't get angry people and don't send me hate mail or whatever, (laughs) because you know, I can, I would cry. Don't do that. (laughs) But my initial thought was, so they've given it the label, and and they have, the American
0: Medical Medical Association Association
1: has labeled uh, obesity as a disease. And I'm thinking, okay, we've just given them the okay to be obese or to be overweight. And then, so a lot of people with the mentality when they see disease, they think, oh, you know, there's nothing I can do. I Mm -hmm. have a disease. So I'm never going to be able to change it because I haven't been able to change it to to this point. And you could buy into their program and they're going to promise that they can help you change it, but chances are they're not going to teach you how to fix it. So initially I was very turned off, but then I started thinking about it and I asked Amber, I'm like, do you think obesity is a disease?
0: So Heather knows that I'm a big nerd when it comes to She's all a of research these things. Geek. Yes. I know I will be in there digging through some research. So when she originally asked me, we're in the middle of our workout first yes. off. So I'm already low on the oxygen to the brain because <laughs> we're working hard. And I, I know I had this look and I thought, I said, give me a second. I said, I know I'm pretty sure it is labeled yes. as a disease. And so we started talking through some things and we talked about, you know, clients that we've worked with who are obese or were obese and different things like that. And we just talked uh, through some mini ideas and certainly decided that this was something we needed to talk about on the podcast. Yes. And I said, let me go and do a little bit more research. And, uh, but I mean, I told her my thoughts that day. So,
1: <laughs> there was no question. Yeah. About
0: it. So, Heather gets to hear a lot of my thoughts that other people do not need to hear. But you and my husband, you poor yes, people. That's <laughs> but, all right. so. I went and did some looking on the internet and I don't look at crazy websites. I obviously go to legitimate websites and look for verifiable information. And I did find that it was actually 2013 that the AMA identified obesity as a chronic disease, chronic meaning long-term. And I also am lucky that I train several medical professionals. So I went and had a chat with one of my gals who is a nurse practitioner. And funny enough, she had just done some hours to for her, I guess it's for her own continuing education. And she said it was a whole series on lectures about obesity. And she oh. said the whole time she was watching it, she kept thinking, Amber would love this. Amber <laughs> would love this. So she talked to me about it from a medical standpoint, because for us, we are fitness professionals. We deal with people as far as fitness and nutrition and health behaviors go. And it's good to have those people that you can talk about these ideas with so that you can get a different view of things from different schools of thought. So she and I chatted about it and she gave me some really great information. And for her, she was saying that some of the things that she learned in her hours as she was going through those lectures Is that taking obesity and treating it as a disease allows her to help her patients because, okay, it's a disease, now let's treat it. Yes, it is treatable. Yes, and there are so many things that we can do to help someone may be labeled as obese now let's talk about that because how do you get that label besides you know you go to your doctor and they tell you but unfortunately they do use BMI to label someone and you know we talked about let's get rid of the labels we've said that over and over on this podcast but if you are put into that space where now that it is a disease so Mm -hmm. we won't necessarily say it's a label we'll say you are in that disease state Um, or you're living with that disease. Yes. Um, but the BMI uses your height and your weight to measure. And this is something I don't love BMI. No. I I think it can be very misleading. We know it's a really old way to look at people and decide whether, you know, they're normal weight, right. underweight, normal weight, right. overweight, or obese. Right. Or it, it even goes obese. up to morbidly yes. obese. Right. Now it can give us some type of a guideline, but it's still not a hundred percent. What's really more important is the percentage that you have of fat mass to the percentage of lean muscle mass that you have. And then the other thing that they look at is where your fat is accumulated. We know that fat around the abdominal area is detrimental to our health. So the more fat you have in that area, space for sure. You are definitely body shaped. Yes. And, or, you know, if you think about men that have the, Mm -hmm. what we term as beer beer gut. gut. Yes. (laughs) That kind of will give you that picture where you've got that excess of Mm -hmm. that there now in, and this is where we want to look at it. It's affecting your health. We Mm -hmm. know for sure if you're accumulating in that space, Ooh, this is not good. We need to get that down. So how can we help people who are living with obesity? Well, there's actually some things that you and I, Heather and I do, and that we are going to focus on the lifestyle factors. Absolutely. So we're going to help you increase your activity level to work out smart, Mm -hmm. and we're not going to have you come in and let's Okay, so let's use a popular TV show that was on that would take obese people and put them through these horrific workouts that I would never in my life put a brand new client, whether obese or not, through. Yes, Um, And because I was a big fan of that show for a long time, I used to watch it religiously. Mm -hmm. I actually figured out that they were making the contestants work out for like eight and 10 hours a day.
1: And then only eating like a tiny minute amount of calories. Yes.
0: It was horrible what they were doing to those people. So that is not what we would do as far as lifestyle change goes. But it is definitely, or it can sometimes be caused, not always, but sometimes caused by an imbalance between your food intake and your activity level. So that's where we come in to help people. We're going to increase that activity level and help you find some balanced eating for sure, because that's what we do. But it also can be genetically something that you have to deal with. So we do have to take that into consideration. Maybe you also have other medical conditions that are causing it, like underactive thyroid, Cushing syndromes. That's where you have excess cortisol. Mm -hmm. We know that cortisol regulates blood sugar and it turns food into energy. So having that excess cortisol is actually a cause of weight gain for many people. Yes, PCOS, I've had some of my clients who have had that. That's polycystic ovary, ov, ovary syndrome. There we go. And uh, that actually can be a side effect, that mm-hmm. excess weight from that. So... Then medically, there are different things that they can help you with too. Sometimes they put your doctor may put you on some type of medication. There Mm -hmm. might be some medically supervised diets, and some people will go as far as having surgery. Right. Right now, I'm going to say Amber's opinion here because (laughs) I have had clients who have had surgery. Yes. I have had clients who have done. I don't know if that's a medically supervised diet, the ones that I'm thinking of. that
1: Probably not.
0: It's probably not. It's They're not,
1: probably labeled that, yeah, but, but not an actual execution. Oh,
0: right. Yes. But my issue with that is this. I feel like if you have someone who is struggling and you take them and you say, okay, you're going to have this surgery. We know the surgery can help. Reduce body weight a lot. Yes, but we haven't gotten to the root of what's We're going on. Fixing
1: the symptom and not the problem. Yes,
0: and it could be genetic. Mm-hmm. It could be medical. It could be something. Maybe it's left over from trauma if in, in yes. their childhood. So my problem is that. People will get the surgery. They drop a lot of weight. And by the way, depending on what surgery you get, yes. it alters your life for the rest of your life. Yes. For instance, I have had people who had bariatric surgery. Mm-hmm. And you don't absorb nutrients the same ever again. You have yeah. to be supplemented the rest of your life. And one of my girls, actually, her hemoglobin got mm-hmm. so low, she was in danger. Right. And so... Uh, I always think about that and I'm like, oh my gosh, just the things that she went through just from having that surgery. But, and I'm not saying not to have it. That's not my decision for you. You know, you, if this is where you are in life, I can't tell you what to do. You know what, you know, you need to do what's right for you. But there's so much more that goes with it. And I really feel that there needs to be a strong psychological component to that. Definitely Absolutely. working with a professional for mental health. Because it's not just your about your willpower. No. It's not that you're lazy. It's yes. none of that stuff. Yes. But there are things that you are going to have to work through. And here's the other thing. You've got to change your lifestyle. I was going to
1: say, it all goes back to the lifestyle change. You can have whatever surgery or go on whatever pill. And if you still don't change your habits, yes, you're going to be miserable. And probably like she was saying, put yourself in more danger down the road if you haven't fixed the problem.
0: Right. And looked at how to change your lifestyle. Right. Um, but again, uh, and I'm not saying I will I don't ever look at someone and think, "Oh, you're yes. lazy. Yes. Oh, you don't have any willpower." Cuz let me tell you a little secret. We all struggle yes, with willpower. Do. You know, that's that is just something that's pretty much across the board for most people, and it may not be food for you or exercise, <laughs> it could be something else. Yes. But definitely looking at how do we change that lifestyle for the better. And if you have things that are deeper seated, mental, emotional things that are bothering you or triggering you, that's got to be dealt with as well. Because it's always going to crop back up until it is healed. So certainly something to be said for that. The other thing that, as we've talked about obesity, let's talk about bodies. Ah. Um, And this is something that Heather and I both have run into with people. And it's funny because our clients will say things to us. And we have all different shapes and sizes at the training tool. And so we've had clients come in and they will look at another client who maybe is thin, right? And they'll say, Oh, I want to look like them. I that's what make me look like them. Yes. And there have been times where both of these people are new and they're looking at someone who maybe is thinner, mm-hmm. all right? And they think, "Oh, I want to look like that." And in, internally, and I would y- y'all know, I love people. I one of our things at the training tool. One of our principles we stand on is we want people to leave us feeling better yes. than they did when they walked in. So these are not things that I would ever, I would never be mean and try to um, break someone down. Cause I'm always thankful that someone has reached yes. out for help, but it can be a situation where I go, they're just starting too. And you know what? In my mind, I'm thinking they are so weak and they're not strong. And this poor person has come to me because they said in their words, I'm skinny fat and I don't want to be skinny fat. So that is something we absolutely need to break the stigma of. Mm -hmm. I've got several overweight clients Mm -hmm. who are Uh, have amazing blood work.
1: Absolutely. And that's where, that's where the,
0: where it hits the road, right? there. Yes. They are physically active. Most days they eat fairly healthy, but maybe they're just not as, you know, focused on trying to get their body fat down. Um, And then I have clients who are thin, who are what you might label as skinny fat, meaning Mm -hmm. that they actually have excess body fat. Yes. And I've had people come in that you look at them just because someone is thin it does not mean that they're no. healthy. And just because someone might have a little excess fat on them doesn't healthy mean does that they're not healthy. It does not have poundage attached to it. And our bodies are all different. Heather and I were talking <laughs> about this earlier. <laughs> I am straight, like straight waisted, you know. And Heather's uh, got I'm a little not. more booty. I got booty and <laughs> I got thighs, so that's
1: just the way it's gonna be. And I have been labeled on certain scans as being obese in my current. And, and I am currently the healthiest I have yes. ever been, and the strongest that I have ever been. And it's very funny. So when you go to your doctor or wherever, to even some. Um, health places yeah you know where they where they think they're trying to help you they have labeled me as obese level one yeah right but if you look at the numbers where the obesity is, so i carry it in my trunk man i got a junk in my <laughs> trunk <laughs> and that, i mean that's just the way it is that's and how I'm, you're built and that's how i'm yes. built and that's where i carry my weight but like in the midsection it's very lean and my numbers yes. were down and that's typically where it, like we were saying the chronic diseases come from is when you have excess fat around your midsection it's harder for you to breathe it's harder for your body just to maintain itself and so you know I just I I'm flabbergasted that we find the need that we have to put a label on people and expect them to then want to do something positive about it you know because you could I could work all day long and I am still going to have a butt and I am still going to have thighs. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just the way
0: it is. And as you should, you know, you yes. shouldn't want to, I mean, it's fine to always, I always say strive for health Yes. and there's nothing wrong with wanting your body to look a certain way. I, Hey, right. I feel the same. That's why I yes. work out, right? right? Yes. Oh, I, I don't want to have no. a flat old white lady booty. Right. So I do a lot of squats, deadlifts, yes. hip thrusts, <laughs> lunges. Right. But there's nothing wrong with having a physique goal for no, sure. I mean, no. we don't want yes. people to be obsessed about it, but you, it is fine to work on that. Yes. But also to love your body as it is. We definitely That's need to so have... But it is mm-hmm. hard, especially if there's a spot maybe that... You know, like I all have spots. Yeah, like we I all have spots. When I when I'm not eating as I should, my belly likes to poke out. So it drives me crazy. So yes, we all do, but you have to love yourself where Absolutely. you are. And even if you have a transformation that needs to happen, mm-hmm. you have to love yourself through it. You can't yes, no, you hate can yourself. Yes. You can't say, you know, you're gross, you're ugly, you're fat, blah, blah, blah. You can't do all that because you got to keep it positive. That positive mindset is what's going to give you that long-term, Yes. you know, the results to get you where you want to go and keep you where you need to be. But we definitely, you know, bo- bodies do not need to all look the same no. and we're not going to, for goodness sakes. I look at all different, you know, I actually, the the human body fascinates me. I yes. really love to see differences in people. And a lot of times when we're working out, I'll yes. look around and, you know, a lot of times you see a lot of the same people yes. working out in the gym. So uh, it's so interesting to me to see all the different body types and watch like, Someone who might be, I, I, I'm so thankful to see so many women in mm-hmm. the free weight section, yeah. right? But I'll look at these young girls and they come in and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so strong. You know, they it's are. so, they'll be these tiny little things mm-hmm. and they'll go over there and load up those plates. And I'm yeah. like, look at them. So, that, I mean, you know, it's, your body doesn't necessarily show you health or not health. It does not. That's for sure. So we, we definitely need to get rid of that idea. And and I have clients who say things to me that will be like, oh, look at that. You know they're unhealthy. And I'm, I want to say, do you really know that <laughs> You're they're the unhealthy? unhealthy right? You have no idea. They might come no. run circles around Absolutely. you. That is one of my um, probably biggest realizations as I have trained people. Remember, I taught high school and I taught mm-hmm. PE and health. So I, when I started training people, I was still teaching high school. So I was training people before and after school. Mm -hmm. And I had, I started out with mostly women. I had women that were like 40s, 50s, 60s. And I would have these kids that I'd be teaching them PE. And I'm thinking... My 50 and 60 yes. year old women yes. can run circles, circles around these yes. teenagers, you know, yes. and you're looking at their cute little teenage mm-hmm. bodies and you're, well, no, I didn't mean that, but no. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, they've, yes. they've got these cute little teenage bodies right. and they're, cause you know, I know when I was a teenager, it was a lot easier to be small. Yes. Um, but and then my ladies who are all like, I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose ten pounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you can run circles right? around. You can
1: lift weights. People. You can do yes. strong you're things. So strong. And you don't have to be a certain size.
0: Yeah. And just quickly, just some things to think about. So if you're someone out there listening, maybe you got tuned into this because it was titled, you know, obesity. You want to see what we have to say. Mm-hmm. We do know, yes, obesity is listed as a chronic disease. But it also is a disease state as well. So we know that there are many medical conditions linked to obesity. Mm -hmm. And those are things like type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, liver disease. So non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is one of the things that we see. Obstructive sleep apnea, Mm -hmm. that excess weight in the abdomen puts pressure on the lungs and they can't function properly. Excess fat around the throat area makes it where you can't breathe properly at nighttime. And even certain types of cancer, your your risk goes up for it. endometrial, liver, kidney, breast, ovarian, thyroid, all of those. So we absolutely want to look at this. Don't not as, oh, I'm obese, I need to lose weight, but instead, mm-hmm. let's increase your health. Let's Get decrease yes your risk factors for the diseases that come with potentially with being obese.
1: And you'll feel better because you'll have more energy.
0: Yes, more energy, get moving, and definitely starting to tap into, you know, being stronger.
1: Yes. Be a fit. Absolutely.
0: And changing your life. And we're here if you need help, so you can always reach out. And we have lots of different programs to help you. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely and each of them take time. I feel like I need to say this that this because all of these ads that I see that started this whole conversation are promising quick fixes. Mm. You cannot fix this in 28 days nope. or 40 days even. Mm-hmm. You can start the process but you, if you start losing a bulk amount of weight, it's a lot of it's water weight. A yep. lot of it's initial shock weight. You're probably not eating enough calories to sustain your body like you need to. And after the 40 days, like this time next year, will you be where you want to be? Right. So you've got to, like, this is, this is for the long haul. This is not something that you're going to be able to fix overnight. But every little bit of progress
0: will help towards the end game. Absolutely. And that reminded me of something that my client said to me. She said, You know, if you look at obesity being labeled as a chronic disease, mm-hmm. is anybody really cured? Right. No, this is something you have to manage for yes. the rest of your life. Just like with type 2 diabetes, you're going to have to manage it the yes. rest of your life. But this is for everybody. Absolutely. I don't care where no. you are in your journey, healthy living is a lifestyle absolutely and you for everyone <laughs> yes for everyone and for the rest of your life yes. it has to be something that you're practicing every single day yes so hopefully that gives you a little bit of motivation and to know that being healthier is the focus Who cares what your weight is? That's right. Who cares what your body fat is? Yes. Let's let that go and instead focus on how do we feel? Right. Right. And get out there and feel our best. I feel good. Dun 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 dun. dun. Okay, y'all don't want to hear us sing. (laughs) You will learn really quickly why we are fitness professionals (laughs) and not, you know, singers for a living. Singers and dancers. We still sing. Often. Uh, Yes. Maybe we'll sing for you one day. Maybe. All right, y'all. Have the best day and reach out if you need help. Be healthy.